listener production. Why has our share market extended its winning streak? And the market surged higher, but what subsector was under pressure today? Good afternoon, I'm Steve. I'm Laura. It's Thursday, the 13th of July. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. We've made it to Thursday. What an accomplishment. The winning streak remains intact. Three days of gains, our second best lift for 2023 as well. Second best day of the year. It was actually the best day of the year for some time, inching closer to session close, but we just snapped out of that and we got into second place, but that's still pretty good. The market lifted 111 points, up 1.6% to 7,247. And of course, this follows softer than expected inflation data from the US last night, which really Push Wall Street higher, didn't it? And, and you were Devo, actually, that we couldn't make it the best day of the year. That you is. had that going for the whole afternoon. Best day of the year. How I got, exciting. I got a page <laughs> laminated and everything. <laughs> you were pumped. But you're right. The reason why we still did so well was that we had inflation stats out of the United States last night, which basically just highlighted an encouraging slowdown in inflation. So let's look at some of the key numbers. There are two that we usually look at, right? Headline and core. And we talked about this a little yesterday. Uh, headline receives much more media attention. And then core, which strips out energy and food, which move around a lot. They're quite volatile month to month. Both of them fell and both were lower than expected. So that's certainly an encouraging thing. Headline inflation went from 4% down to 3%, the lowest it's been since March 2021. And core, went from a very high 5.3% down to 4.8%. So the lowest it's been since October 2021. So basically what this means is it's probably not weak enough to avoid a rate hike in two weeks' time in America, but it's a sign that interest rates over in the United States might stop lifting sooner rather than later. And that really helped US markets lift and that really flowed through to us today. Exactly right. And of course, it was just last week that we had the that stronger jobs data out of the US that had markets going yep. down a whirlwind, worried that there's going to be further rate hikes mm-hmm. ahead than expected. Now we have this softer than expected yep. inflation data, which has investors super excited and thinking that maybe we're reaching the end of the road for interest rate hikes. Of course, Jay Powell did mention there's going to be at least two more. That's always open to to change and, and whatnot. It's almost definite that we're going to get one in about two weeks' time still. Yep. But what happens ahead is uh, is what everyone was excited about. Yeah, and you mentioned Jay Powell like he's a really good mate of yours. But for <laughs> those who don't know, uh, Jerome Powell or Jay Powell, as, as um, some people like Laura some <laughs> in the inner circle like to, to call him, is the head of the well, US Central out last Bank. Night. Yeah. But, <laughs> look, this is, I think, an important thing to, to actually mention that we are still at the point where we're maybe not out of the woods yet. You know, we had a very difficult week last week, one of the yes. worst in, in nine months. And now we've had very strong gains for three straight days. So, all it really takes is signs that inflation's back up again, exactly. you know, which is still possible, exactly. uh, or that we get very strong data out of the US for markets to be concerned again. So it's just something to be aware of, that it's normal to have these volatile moments mm. and, and periods for markets um, in this type of environment. And I think these fluctuations are really good to prove how quickly things can change, even just within a day. Yeah. Even. But going back to today, we saw all sectors posting strong improvements of roughly between 1% and 3%, roughly. Miners, property and tech stocks did exceptionally well. Banks also pushed the market higher. 
Utilities posted the smallest gains, but they still improved by 0.71%. Yeah, and tech, property, retail, three interest rate sensitive areas of our market. So the fact that maybe there are fewer rate hikes ahead, that helped, you know, those sectors do really well. Exactly. Gold stocks were also some really good performers today. Mm. We saw the gold subsector up 4.5% today. Evolution Mining up 7.3%. Silver Lake up 5.8%. So we really saw that improvement in gold stocks today as well. Yeah, so six of the 10 best performers uh, were all gold miners and we saw that, that trend a little bit earlier in the week as well. On the other hand, another subsector mm-hmm. that didn't do so well. Insurance stocks. So they actually struggled a little today. And this is an interesting group because most sectors, you know, maybe don't benefit from higher interest rates, but it's one that can actually see improvements when rates are actually lifting because some of the insurers hold billions of bucks in safer investments like bonds, which means that when interest rates are rising, they can actually see their investment income rise as well. So we did see some underperformers in that space, including QBE, which was down about 3%. And more broadly in that resource space that you mentioned in the gold mining space that actually did quite well, some of the other miners actually stood out as well, BHP, Rio, Fortescue Metals. So we had some trade data out of China today. Missed the mark, but if anything, it actually just added to the argument that China's government will need to provide more stimulus to prop up its economy. So that was actually quite well received by the market after it was released in the last couple of hours of trade. Exactly right. In this instance, with this release of the softer data, we didn't see a downward spiral in our share market, which is what we've been seeing in previous days and weeks when China's been releasing data. So let's look at some of the the stocks that received attention today. There There were quite a few. Exactly right. Well, Blackmores was on my radar. They didn't move too much. I think they were up just about a quarter of 1%, mm. but they did announce a special dividend of $3.29, conditional to the $1.8 billion takeover offer from Japanese beverage giant Kieran Holdings mm-hmm. going ahead. Yeah, exactly. So this needs to go ahead. It received this this offer back in April. So 27th of April, yeah. Exactly. So it rose 34% at the time when it had that offer come through. That's why we didn't see much of a response today from the announcement. But but also shareholders will need to give their approval next Tuesday. And then if that gets passed two days later, there's a court hearing. They need to get through a uh, court in Sydney. So we'll wait and see what happens. But special div and a payment of 91 bucks per share in mid-August, if that gets ahead as well. But there were a few other stocks in focus too. Uh, we spoke about Insatec Pivot yesterday, which is an explosives and a fertilizer business. It was one of the best. Today it went the other way. But uh, an unlikely stock that um, actually mentioned Insatec today was Aviation Group Alliance. 13% higher, one of the best performers. It raised its profit goals for the year to about $57 million dollars. The max it had previously was 55 million. So markets responded well to this. They reckon there's more flying activity uh, going through. And the reason why Incitec had anything to do with Alliance is that they've struck a five-year contract with Incitec. So eight weekly flights between Townsville and also a uh, um, one of its mining operations in northwest Queensland. It's been providing flights for Incitec for more than 20 years. Yep, so they were up 13% today, Alliance Aviation. So they did really, really well. Another one on my radar, another fund manager. We've been hearing from fund managers in recent days. Today was NetWealth Group. They rose over 5% after reporting a boost to its funds under management. So we saw funds under administration, which is another name for it, increase by $4.4 billion in the June quarter. It was up 26% or $14.6 billion 
over the financial year to June 30. So on the back of that, that's why we saw its shares lifting today. Yeah, net wealth is a like a wealth management platform used by financial advisors as well. So it's getting more money flowing through, 26% higher over the year. But there are another stock, Grain Corp, uh, that also in focus, GNC, uh, it actually fell back. It's facing a court action in Victoria saying it will actually defend claims made by some residents alleging that they've been affected by emissions from its grain processing facility in Victoria. But generally, m- markets don't tend to lie court action and it shares down 1.4% today. Because they've already told the market about, you know, th- that these proceedings are going on. So that's why we didn't see a bigger reaction out of that. And just lastly, oil and gas explorer Invictus Energy, worth mentioning because they were in the top three on the ASX 500 today. They rose 12.5% after making solid developments with its well located in Zimbabwe. There are a few things to watch in the next 24 hours or so. One of them, of course, will be an update on business inflation. So yesterday we had inflation out of the US, but that was consumer prices, what we're all paying for basically at the shops and the like. And now it's what prices are looking like on the business end. We've also got Delta Airlines and PepsiCo. They'll be releasing results. They probably won't get that much attention. It really is tomorrow night where the banks and financials start um, releasing numbers. That kind of is the unofficial start of the earnings season in the US. But we're going to be hearing a lot of this, especially from the morning guys, Tom and Uh, Ryan. They'll be pretty pumped talking about um, different companies releasing results. So there'll be a lot, especially next week and the week after that, um, for them to talk about. I was just quickly taking a look at how our market's done with one day to go. So Mm. we've only got one trading day. We don't know which way it's going to go. Not too much coming out that could Move markets, not com- well compared to last night anyway. Yep. We're up 2.9% over the week. Yep. So, so far, that's the best week since the end of March. Wow, this year. So far. So right. far. Depending on how how much we lift tomorrow, yeah. it could be even better than or that. Or fall. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see what happens. I don't want to wreck the story for you because no. it could go the other way <laughs> and then could. we'll be saying like best but week right in three now, weeks. But right now. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. And also tomorrow, there's, as you said, there's not much to move markets locally and you know a lot more attention will be on a couple of things. Any updates we get from companies with potential profit result warnings or, mm-hmm. you know, flagging better numbers. And then all eyes will be on the United States tomorrow evening too. I hope you all have a fantastic evening. We'll do this again tomorrow and make sure you tune in to our friends tomorrow morning. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067254399, AFSL 2388814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting, and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.